0: Welcome to The Point Podcast. At The Point, we point high school students to Jesus because we believe that Jesus is better than anything else that this world has to offer. We are so excited that you are here and are praying that this podcast is an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ. Hey, what's up, guys? Today we have Nate Lynch, our young adult college pastor here at First Baptist Church of Indian Trail. Man, Nate is the bomb, and uh, I appreciate Nate coming on more than he knows today to knock out our next section of Matthew together. So, hope you enjoy Nate. He's going to be a blessing to you, and I'm going to give Nate some intro music because he's awesome and deserves it, and then he's going to break down the word for us. Thanks, guys. Oh, hey, oh, hey, oh, hey, oh. What's up, y'all? I've been given the assignment of Matthew 3 uh, 13 through 17. So we're just going to jump in real quick. And uh, hopefully, Lord willing. This is just going to be about five to six minutes. Let's do it. Okay, we got three quotations that we see in John 3, or Matthew 3, 13 through 17. Let's go through them. Uh, the first quotation that we see is in verse 14, where John the Baptist is asking Jesus. Why should I be baptizing you? It should be you who is baptizing me. Uh, If we understand this is Jesus' baptism, and uh, we see a couple things here with this question that John the Baptist is asking. The first thing we see is that John the Baptist knew something about Jesus, and the second thing we see is that John knew that because of what he knew about Jesus, his baptism did not apply to Jesus. John knew that Jesus was the Lamb of God, who takes away the sins of the world. We see that in the account in John 1, uh, especially in verse 29, where John the Baptist declares that. John's baptism, John's preaching, was to those who had sinned. He was telling people to repent, turn from their sin, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. His baptism was a baptism that was a sign of the inner purification within. Jesus was the Lamb of God who would take away the sin of the world. There was no place for John's baptism in the life of Jesus. And so John countered that he should be baptized by Jesus. He shouldn't be the one baptizing Jesus. Jesus should be baptizing him. So we see that. John knew who Jesus was. We know that Jesus truly is the Messiah. He is the Savior. He has come to take away, he came to take away the sins of the world. And John knew that and John declared it. Jesus, though, with his rebuttal, with his explanation, with his counter, comes back and says in verse 15, Let it be so now, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Jesus responded to John by saying it was proper for them to fulfill all righteousness. They needed to do this to fulfill all righteousness. There's a couple things that we need to see about that and see about that response from Jesus. The first thing is is that Jesus used the word us. This baptism was not simply something Jesus was to do, but it was supposed to add, but was supposed to be about both John and Jesus. This had to be done to fulfill John's mission. What was John's mission? To be a forerunner to introduce the Messiah. That's why we see in John chapter 1 again when he says, Behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. He was introducing Jesus to, to this world, to the people of Israel and saying, this is the Son of God. This is the Lamb of God. The second thing we see is in this baptism and why he should be baptized is it was Jesus was identifying with who he came to save. The one who had nothing to repent of takes his place among those who had to repent. He wanted to identify with us. He wanted to identify with us in every single way. Understand this. Jesus was not just 50% God and 50% man, but he was 100% God and 100% man. We have a God who identifies with us. Jesus ate. Jesus slept. Jesus used the bathroom. He laughed. He was tempted and tried in every way that we are. So we understand that we serve a God who identifies with us. The third and final thing we see here is we see the Father's response in verse 16 and 17. And when Jesus was baptized, immediately he went up from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove resting upon Jesus. And behold, a voice from heaven said, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. A couple things we see. We see that the Spirit fell upon him. This was at the point that what we need to see here is, is that it was an anointing, not like, uh, kind of like what you see in the Old Testament when kings were anointed with oil, when people were anointed with oil, when leaders were anointed. The anointing, this declaration from the Father, was the commissioning of Jesus to go out and do the work of his ministry. It was, it, it was a point in his life now where Jesus is now being commissioned to say, okay, it's time to get to work. It's time. It's time to fulfill what you were supposed to do on this earth which is to live a perfect life. He had already lived a perfect life, but he would continue to live a perfect life. And then eventually, three years later, die on the cross. It was a commissioning for him now to go about and do the will of the Father and to fulfill what God's will was for his life, which was to take the full cup of God's wrath and to die on the cross for our sins. Now, what do we see in application of this? Just in the same way God has a specific, just in the same way as God had a specific will for Jesus' life, God has a specific will for your life as well. A specific thing that he has called you to do. And the thing is, Jesus, his whole goal throughout life, every time you see him, he says his will is to do the will of the Father. He was empowered to do that. In the same way, we are supposed to do the will of the Father. And we also have been empowered to do that will by being sealed with the Holy Spirit. He gave you the Holy Spirit. He, he has called you and He has equipped you with His Spirit, with His life. See, you are not a mistake. God has something great for you. Remember that. If you are a kid of God's kingdom, if you are a child of God, He has something specifically for you. Hear from him. Find out what he wants to do in your life. And live in the fullness of his spirit. Understand that if we see anything from the baptism of Jesus, Jesus was identifying with those who he had come to save. And it was the commissioning for him now to go out and to do what God had called him to do, which was to... Die on the cross for our sins. To live a perfect life. He identifies with us. Praise God we have that. Thank you for listening. I pray that you have a great day. Whenever you're doing with listening with us. I'm going to close in prayer with them. Father we just love you. We thank you for all that you have done in our lives. Father we thank you that you sent us uh, a savior. You sent your son to identify with us. That you did not save us from heaven father. But you came down and lived amongst us. And so, Father, we understand that when we struggle, Father, you you understand, for you were tempted and tried in every way that we were. And, Father, more importantly, thank you that you have now commissioned us and you have empowered us to do your will and to fulfill your will. Father, may we may our goal in life be to do the will of the Father. We love you. We thank you. In your awesome holy name, amen.